good to be back dude how's life been oh since the last time yeah i've put on like 30 pounds <laughs> <laughs> well you lost a lot of pounds in hair right yeah it's true just got your hair you look good oh thanks i've been trying so um you just got your haircut yesterday right or yeah before? uh yeah no no yesterday yeah it's good to get back in the you know Sunset. Not doing, not doing the uh, the underground backdoor. Uh... <laughs> Were you doing some underground backdoor barbers? Oh, f- for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I couldn't last. I couldn't last. It was probably some some shady person, not not your actual barber. No, it was it was my actual barber. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give a shout out to your barber? Probably a local business person. Uh, Cindy, if you're out there, I don't want to get you in trouble for, uh, you know, the backdoor deals, but really appreciate it. We'll just leave it at Cindy. Yeah. Cindy from somewhere in Sonoma County. We could say Santa Rosa. Ah, there's a yeah. lot of Cindy's. Here. Yeah. Uh, Tony is my guy. I'm, I've been going to him for not 10 years, but coming up on 10 years. So probably seven, seven to 10 years. And he's, you know, been cutting my hair since it was really short. And now it's not really short. Yeah. So I don't see him as often. <laughs> uh, he, he was strictly by the book. You know, I got to wear a mask so he doesn't trim up my beard or my, my mustache at all. Oh, man. Which is, you know, it's kind of life changing. It just gives you another skill to master. Yeah, but Melissa doesn't like it that much. Yeah. <laughs> so, so life's changed a lot since the since the last podcast. A ton. I mean, I'm a week older. Uh, <laughs> probably getting stopped on the street a lot. All the time now. Yeah, I, I can't get to, can't get anything done. I had to I had to stop work for for four weeks just so I could, uh, <laughs> that is true. You're one weekend. Yeah. Just so I could collect myself, oh, man. Um, number one thing I hear is, you know, the feedback that I'm getting that I'm getting is, uh, you gotta have Dawn on again. I want to, I'll do this every time. This is fun. We should probably do it once a week. At least. Yeah. At least we got to give the masses what they want. Yeah. People, you know, they've spoken. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're looking good. You too. Thank you. Um, well, now that you're back, you know, we're beer connoisseurs. We have in front of us is a Hen House IPA. It is MK Ultra, which I've had a few times. Uh, different flavors a couple times, but still delicious each time. Uh, MK Ultra IPA India Pale with Simcoe, Amarillo, and Chinook hops. Uh, the can is really cool. You said you were uh, you were admiring the can, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love all their all their cans. House does a really good job. Uh, it's another thing I think is tattoo worthy, oh. and maybe soon I think we should pop these things. Uh oh, oh, there we go. Yours is a little harder, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yours is sealed extra tight. What do you know about uh MK Ultra the conspiracy? Uh, honestly, not I know it's a conspiracy, uh, not too much. What do you know about it? I know that it MK Ultra was a or project MK Ultra was a a CIA program where they used uh, mainly LSD and I guess other drugs to experiment on people and I, I want to say it was inmates and they used uh, they were they were trying to figure out how they could use it for mind control to try to get people to like to use it in interrogations to get people to tell the truth or or get them to just, you know, admit to stuff. So kind of like with Stranger Things with, with Eleven? Is that what that was? How did, yeah. I, how did I not make that connection? I've watched all of them. Well. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Sorry. Now we're, we're really getting on. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Uh, so the CIA uh, experimented on people. And I don't know, like, where this comes along in the story. But I guess one of the people that was experimented on was Charles Manson. 
Oh. And then, and I, I believe it was when he was in jail, he was experimenting on. And then when he got out of jail, he started experimenting on people the same way. And I think that's kind of like what led to, you know, the mass murders and things like that. He was a master manipulator. There's no doubt about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Very charismatic, too. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people, a lot of killers are. Uh, this can is super cool. Uh, they got the hen house chicken in a in a lab coat with, you know, beakers and uh, what else do you call those vials. And then psychedelic colors look like rainbow colors coming, you know, waves around his face. I love it. Almost as much as you love the beer, right? Almost. Almost. Beer comes first. Um, Hen House, man. Hen House, super local. It's like right by your house. Yeah, yeah, I can ride my beach cruiser there and back. <laughs> Usually ride it better there than coming back, but there's <laughs> a lot of traffic over there. Yeah, it's not good. You uh you introduced me to Hen House, like you know, just like same old story. You introduced me to hazy IPAs and nah. craft beer. I think the first Hen House beer I had was Big Chicken. Was it? I think it was Correct me if I'm wrong, but was it in a crawler? Did, did they uh, offer it in a crawler? They probably did. I mean, it, it, definitely a couple years ago, it wasn't like it is now. I, I think what I remember it was it said "Big Chicken" on the can, and it was like a the crawler was for Big Chicken because it was a huge can. I remember, and it said "Big Chicken," Big and it was chicken. like this huge can. I'm like, dude, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's with this chicken? And now Big Chicken's huge. No, it's even bigger than the crawler. Do you remember it being, was it that big back then before I even knew about it? No. No, I mean, you, it was around for, you know, a couple of weeks. I mean, they wanted you to, to drink it as fresh as possible. That Their uh, mantra on that hasn't changed, but uh, it was a lot easier to get. Um, stayed on the shelves for a little bit. Okay, okay. So definitely not like Pliny the Younger? No. Well, no. <laughs> well, that at one point, too, you could just, you know walk into various stages and oh. uh and just get without having to wait in line we did yes <laughs> um I, I meant to to start this uh this uh, episode with bloopers from the last one but i forgot <laughs> so do you do you happen to remember any because i remember a couple i probably had too many beers i guess yeah <laughs> yeah that's actually one of them <laughs> no i uh instead of brian wilson we were talking about the 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 last pitch of the the world series 2010 I uh, I said Brian Johnson. Oh yeah, but Brian Johnson is an, another you know memorable moment, right? Yeah, he hit that great home run against the Dodgers. See, yeah, see. <laughs> and then uh, we kept you know talking about how we were gonna have this three peat with with beer, but we ended up drinking like four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my counting got a little blurry, I guess. Yeah, so those are the those are the bloopers. That's it. Uh, that I that I know of. Okay, well, we did pretty good then, I guess. Yeah, it was a little fuzzy. I guess other people can let us know. Yeah, there was more <laughs> bloopers. Um, we talked about, you know, different stories that we couldn't get into on the last one that we would uh, cover on this one. Uh, so we'll cover that today. And then um, there was the mystery of why, you know, Kyle and Gunner didn't like uh, double IPAs and you know, he was sliding them to me instead of taking them for himself. Is it a conspiracy theory? Is it going to be the next uh, Hen House uh, release? It might. No, it's not as sexy as that. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> basically, it's, they just want to stay in the game longer. Oh, okay. But Kyle did, and I quote, said he turns into a Viking berserker. That's close to the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. We, we were on to the, you know, yeah. we, we knew it. Yeah, see. So eh, he kind of worded it differently. Yeah. Probably just dancing around it. Um, hen house getting back to hen house um since you don't do the social media thing you don't know that bob i don't know i don't know his last name but bob that works there or i don't know if he's a, a i don't know what he does there but he does have an instagram live at five o'clock i think every day and i want to say it was either yesterday or the day before he was talking about um they are taking a recipe and he, he i think he misspoke on something which made it confusing but uh He's taking the recipe for from Mendocino Brewing, either Red Tail or Eye of the Hawk, and they're going to replicate it at Hen House, and it's going to oh. be called Early Bird, or Early Birds. I would think it would probably be the Red Tail. So, so that's this is where I think he misspoke because he's he, first he said Eye of the Hawk, 
And then he he corrected himself and said Red Hook. So I think that those are two different. Yeah, two different breweries. breweries. Right? Yeah. So Mendocino has Eye of the Hawk, Red Tail. We actually talked about Eye of the Hawk last time. Yeah. Okay. And for those in the know, they actually for a while combined the two, and you could buy a um, like a seven fifty milliliter bottle. Oh my combo. God. Did you did you have that? Yes. <laughs> How was it? Um. I, it was, I probably just thought it was cool that I was just drinking a mixed beer. So, so you didn't really taste it. No, no. So, um, I think we got to get into the, probably the, the Giants game. The one that we didn't talk about last time. Whew. If we're allowed to. <laughs> like you said, statue limitations, right? Yes, yes. We can't be held accountable for anything that we did back then. This no, probably like know, twenty years ago. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to start it. Oh, okay. So I'm guessing 2008. That sounds right. Towards the end of the season, probably a September game. Um, 20 years ago. I think <laughs> we got these free tickets for working that uh, the fan fest. Yes. Yes. The team was terrible, although Tim Linscombe was about to win his uh, first of two Cy Young Awards. So hope was coming. The Messiah was born. We actually, we actually went to his first home start. Yes. Yes. And had great seats for it, yes, too. Yes, field club. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, those were the days. So I, I recall uh, getting together with a couple. Of, we had four tickets, but we ended up with five people going. Yes. Um, it was probably either a San Diego Padre or Colorado Rocky game. Man, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, Linscombe wasn't pitching, so we didn't really uh, pay close attention. I know we drove down, parked where we normally park, had a few adult beverages uh, before going in. Did we drink back then? I don't remember. Uh, Yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm just speculating, I guess, at this point. Just trying to juice up the story a little bit. (laughs) It's getting juicy. Real juicy. Um, So we, you know... We uh, got to the ballpark, uh, kind of a little start off with the same shenanigans, minus the taco hats is the um, the game earlier that year. Um, definitely had to boo anybody that was not in a uh, in a San Francisco Giants uniform. If you're go if you're going to a Giants game, you need to be in Giants gear. And and if you're coming to a Giants game or any game and you're wearing the the opposite team's gear, then you got to expect to be either booed or. You know, ridiculed somehow, right? Yeah. Side note, though, when you go to Dodger Stadium and you wear giant stuff, they don't care. Well, in the parking lot, they do. Well, yeah, that's that's another. Okay. Okay. They did that one time. Just that one time. <laughs> that's terrible. Really bad. Um. So yeah, when the ballpark, uh, we may have had a few more adult beverages, or you know, um. I don't really remember anything else about the game <laughs> and we had terrible seats cause they were free and the team was terrible. Exactly. So exactly. Um, oh, terrible, terrible. It's a great combination. Um, yeah, that's about it about the game. It was, <laughs> it was kind of after the game where it got uh, a little dicey, I would say. Yeah. That was the real adventure. Yeah. And I gotta admit, I, I remember some parts, but I don't remember that much. So I'm needing you to fill in the blanks for me. All right. The whole story. <laughs> I'm going to be remembering things now. (laughs) All right. So um, we stayed the whole game. Never leave early. You got to stay through to the last pitch. My dad taught me that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Whether you remember it or not, you're there till the last pitch. Um, But we decided, you know, the night was still young. Why stop? Why stop now? (laughs) So um, I know we went over to Momo's. Uh, Everybody knows the hot spot right across the street from the ballpark. Yeah. Um, we were there with our, with our friends. Um, I remember getting a couple of drinks. Um, one of my, one of our friends, one of our close friends was, uh, you know, feeling good. Um, I think he tried to talk to a girl who was actually there with another guy. Um, she didn't seem too interested. So, um, that's kind of when the shenanigans (laughs) started, um, uh, she, uh, so our buddy, uh, um, I don't even know how to Jeff. Yeah. Well, 
Jeff wanted wanted to teach her a lesson. So, um, you know, and I'm, <laughs> he decided that uh, that he was going to stick his hands down his pants and get a get a little rub going, and uh, just walked up and decided that he was going to use that same hand and just uh, not slap, but just gently caress uh, this girl's uh, uh, cheek. And so he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to let her know that. Well, girls like their, you know, cheek to get caressed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we'll get a couple of comments on that one. Um, she obviously the girl had no idea what was going on. She just thought this weird guy came up and just touched her. And that was, uh, probably bad enough. And then, uh, I recall that her, um, the guys that she was with got upset somehow they ended up outside of Momo's, but we were still in Momo's and then, then security didn't want to let them back in cause they'd been drinking and they were trying to get loud with, with us. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were just, you know, model citizens at the time. Yeah. We were just, we were just trying to have a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're always trying kick to kick back, tell a few stories. You know? Yeah. The, o- the only part I remember vividly about that was that when he, he stuck his hand down his pants, there's no like better way to say it. That's what he did. That's what he did. He caressed her face lovingly. And I know without like missing a beat or skipping a step, he like hopped a fence and like was on the street walking like away right yeah. after. Like <laughs> it was like the perfect getaway, like freaking Jason Statham or something. Oh, if Jason Statham like did that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, so we left there. So I guess it's okay to say this cause we, you know, you and I weren't married at the time. We didn't know our, um, our wives yeah. that we love now. And, uh, so there was some girls going to a bar, um, up the street that was Momo's was closing. This place was still going to be open. And so we went up to the, it was a little Irish bar up the street. Did, I got to interject here. Do you remember that we left Momo's with more clothing than we came in with? I thought that happened a little bit later. No, uh, no, yeah, no. we we left we left with a napkin dispenser from the Giants game from the Ghirardelli um, um, yes. ch- chocolate uh, Sunday place. Yeah, they, apparently they were giving away napkin dispensers. At the yeah, it was, a, it was a giveaway. They were trying to give away anything to get people in the in the ballpark. All right, I'll, call. I'll stop interrupting. You can tell the story. No, 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 no. That's <laughs> fine. I, I, I can't so, I can't keep telling misinformation. So we we we, we didn't want to um, we didn't want to lose the napkin dispenser. So I think we we placed it in a bush for safekeeping for the way home. <laughs> right next to Momo's. So I, I, I recall going up to uh, the Irish bar. Um, there was four of us. We were missing missing our compadre. And uh, we finally got a hold of him, got him to come meet us. Um, our other two friends were busy trying to trying to hit on these girls. It was going nowhere. And uh, you and I were just kind of having fun at the bar, you know, minding our own business. We were probably talking with people. Yeah, you know, just just talking. Yeah, talking to the people exactly. And uh, so um, our friend came and met us, um, and then he wanted to go to the bathroom. Um, and that's kind of when things kind of went sideways. Somehow he ended up in their in their storage, their yes. alcohol storage, uh, <laughs> like their closet, liquor closet, or yeah, something. the liquor closet. So whatever you want to call it. Um, I still don't know how he did this, but so he was in there for probably seemed like Charlie in the chocolate factory <laughs> or, uh, you know, Willy Wonka. So he was in there. I, I know he got a couple of bottles and they weren't small, you know, 750 milliliters. They were at least 1.75. They were like industrial size. Yeah. It was like Jameson. It was probably a tequila, something else. I want to say it was like six different bottles. But anyways, I don't know how he got out, but he managed to leave the closet with his arms full of bottles. And I remember you and I were like at the bar, like, dude, where'd he go now? Like, where is this guy? He was, he was like walking down the street. And he, we finally got a phone call. He was walking down the street because he had, um, he had walked out with all these bottles of, of liquor from this bar saying, Hey, we got to go. We got to go. So apparently this place was giving away a bunch of liquor bottles. Yeah. They were, I mean, probably because the giants, you know, it was a year they weren't as good yeah, or as great as they, their potential. So, um, the bar was probably 
their business was probably down and they probably wanted to give away a few bottles to get people to come into the bar. And that's the way I understand it. Yeah, buy a beer and take home a bottle of booze. It's a lot like the Giants game where they're giving away napkin dispensers. Yeah, yeah, you know, just trying to help people out. They were very generous back then. So... So for some reason, um, our friend who, who had the bottles of liquor, I think mistakenly thought we were somehow still at Momo's. And so he ditched the liquor bottles in the bushes with the napkin dispenser and went back into Momo's only to realize that nobody else was there. Not, not, not anybody from the group, but literally Momo's was closed and he was the only person in there. He was like staff at that point. Yeah, he, I, I think he owned the place. I mean, he must have had keys. How, how else would he have gotten in? He didn't know any different. No. He, he, so um, so owning the place, he figured he needed to probably take a couple things with him, you know, home. Yeah, you don't want to leave your stuff there. So I, I, I think he ended up with a, a Momo sweatshirt. Like a hoodie. Yeah, a baseball tie um, and, more, and a swing line stapler. It's one of the best staplers you can get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that was, is that everything from Momo's? I think, I think think that's it. That's it. That's that's the story. So that's the one we couldn't fit in last time. No. So, um, we get this phone call now that we really do have to go. So I remember having to pull our two friends who were, uh, who were talking to some ladies. It's like, Hey guys, this isn't going anywhere. We got to go. And, uh, we left the bar and on the way to Momo's stopped by the bushes to, (laughs) to pick up our, um, our swag, <laughs> our giveaway item, so to speak. And uh, we were off. That bush was like a safety deposit box. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like Fort Knox. Dude, Jameson's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. <laughs> it's good stuff. I remember most of us um, wanted nothing to do with any of that stuff. <laughs> they were fear, hot. For fear of the karma that it would bring. Um, one of our friends was more than willing to take anything and everything. And then uh, our other one, I know, really wanted that stapler pretty bad. So. It's probably still out there. Swing line. I mean, it's yeah, they're, they're durable. Yeah, I mean the liquor's gone, but the the, the stapler is here to stay. Those staplers are built to last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of another story. Because when when uh, Pally was walking down the street and he had, I don't know, he wasn't wearing a trench coat, but it kind of seemed like he was because he was fitting on like six bottles under that thing. Well, he wore a big. He usually wore a big hoodie. Yeah, but it was like clanking around like. Clank, like he had to like stop and like adjust, readjust oh, no. a bunch of times, which reminds me of another time that you know he had bottles clinking around in San Francisco. Whew. But I think you know we'll pause that for a second, and I want to know how you how you like that MK Ultra. MK Ultra, it's really smooth. Um, I know. I wanted to bring up something. You know, Jr. Jr. has been around for a while, mm-hmm. and he, you know, when I was buying the MK Ultra, I was explaining to him like what it meant, and he already knew what it went. And then uh, he, he started bringing up other stuff, like adding more layers to it. And he told me that back in the days, and I actually researched it, it was like 68, 69. They were, there was a lab in Windsor that, I guess, made a lot of the LSD that was being used. And uh, it was a guy named Tim Scully and something sand. I don't know, I was looking it up. And uh, the other guy got like arrested for it. And then, and now he's like, he's still around, but he's like, I don't know, putting out books or something. Hmm. Maybe he's making uh, blotter art. Probably. <laughs> but uh, he had like this, this his strain, strain of LSD was called like Orange Sunshine or something like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe I should look more into it. And, well, this, and, and this is an Orange Sunshine. So. Yeah, it is good. What do, what do you taste in it? Um, taste it again. Told you in the beer Simpleton. Mm-hmm. Good beer, bad beer. I mean, it's definitely a more bitter, um, hazy for them, I think. But mm. smooth, but I don't, I don't pick up any of the the fruit in it. It's LSD. It's, it's all straight LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I see the pink elephants behind you right now. <laughs> did Watch you, out. did you know about the? They had like a, like a LSD, uh, like sex, I don't know something lab in uh, in San Francisco around Hate Street. I didn't. I just know that they have the worst smelling bathroom at the McDonald's on Hate Street. That's true. That's because it's like the only bathroom on Hate Street. It's been demolished and you can still smell it. 
That, that McDonald's is gone? It's gone. Wow. What's there now? Uh, it, it is a blank parking lot, but I think they're going to turn it into low-income housing. What are the odds that they make it a Chipotle? Not good. Sorry. If, uh, if they do, I'm there. You'll be their number one customer for sure. Dude, do they have any? Do they have any of the cool shops that they that they had when we? Would we go there every week? Yeah. What? What we went to Huff. We went to well, Huff, Huff was, was down by down the, by Union Square. Yeah. What? What am I thinking of? True. True. Yes. True. And then they just had like Stussy. Stussy was right next door. Tornado was is way down. Eight. I only went to Tornado once. And that was, you know, with you and Dave. Uh, Dave. Oh, man. That was one time. What did we go? We went to Cellar Maker. Yeah. City Beer. City then Beer. Then we went to The Tornado. Old City Beer. The Old City. Yeah, the Old City Beer. And yeah, the new one's like, it's almost too cool. I like the, I kind of like yeah, the old vibe. It's too cool for school. Yeah. The old vibe was like. It's a dark dungeon bar. It was like, it was like Moe's Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my flaming Moe? Yeah. Um, talk about Tornado, man. It's, I mean, bar none, best beer spot in, in the United States that I've been to. Um, I can remember first time going there, probably around 2009, having a speakeasy porter. It was Hunter's Point Porter. <laughs> it, that's, it was speakeasy and now it's Hunter's Point? Or? No, no, no. It was from speakeasy, but the, the name of the beer was Hunter's Point Porter. They don't make oh, it. Okay. okay they, yeah, it, that was like a one and done, I think. Uh, but just going there, I mean, it's a, it's a cash-only bar. Um they treat you like garbage, but you enjoy it because you're drinking the best beer in the world. I remember Dave went to take a picture yeah. of like the bar. <laughs> he yeah, didn't know the flash was on. <laughs> oh, what did some, someone ended up like going to the bar and saying like, "Oh, can I get a water or something like that?" And they said, "It's in the toilet." Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I love it, man. You know, like all these little. That's, I guess a lot of people know about Tornado, but. You know, to me. Well, a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. I know Jr. does. Yes, he was actually. He was the first. I went with him, the first mm-hmm. time. Well, how did he? Either like was a roadie or something for like the Red Hot Chili Peppers back in the day, or uh, he he used to work at the Warfield. Okay, yeah, that's what that's what it was. And then yeah, so he, he lived in San Francisco, worked at the Warfield, and he had all these cool stories about like how everybody, if, if anybody went to the Warfield especially in the, the early 90s, he knew about him. Yeah. And he was like, uh, he knew like, like, oh, these guys are just like super baked and or I guess, you know, it's not called baked when you're on something else. It's right. <laughs> baked yeah. <just> for weed. <laughs> I don't know, like just high. And like, that's when they were like their most creative, I guess. Some people are, some aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm being kind of creative right now, I guess. Yeah. We're just drinking beer. Yeah. LSD laced, yeah, LSD laced beer, yeah. MK Ultra. <laughs> we uh, we had the the double IPA also, uh, Grain Bravy. Oh man, we we sell it. That's right. So when that comes in, I have to like print a tag and stick it to the side because it doesn't have a UPC. That's true devotion right there. It is. I take the I take the time. Yeah. I'm a rare guy. Yeah. <laughs> you're a rare guy. Rare breed. Yeah, you're a rare guy. Like we we talked about last time how you're you know so rare because you don't have social media is that still true for now yeah depends how this podcast blows up though yeah you might have to like you might have to hire someone to you know create something you might not have a choice no still not cussing not yet oh oh, well i i do find myself cussing in the car when i'm by, by myself is that like is that like the when a tree falls with nose around yeah i think so that doesn't count like Nobody. coming, like coming over here, I was getting upset because I was hitting all the red lights, <laughs> and people were just driving super Fuck. slow. Yeah. <laughs> so a rare guy, you wearing? This is how rare you are. You got the cherry cola hair. <laughs> you got the, what is it? Bottle Logic T-shirt. Yeah. Probably limited edition. No. Got the shorts. Always wearing shorts, and I know why. <laughs> it's to show off your giant calves. If anyone knows Don or has been around him, he has giant calves for some reason. Chris Manny, where you at? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris, he he was a big admirer. He was, but but like even further down. What are, what are you wearing right now? Uh, I just got some some Nike Dunks. Not just some Nike Dunks. Well, 
don't know if they're I, I mean you and I both used to be in the shoe game pretty heavily yes but so like your your dunks are they're looking pretty sweet yeah teal they teal it matches the the teal, teal and black suede yeah yeah so and they're sbs so they're a little more a little more comfy a little more cushion so so here's what i'm saying you're this rare guy because you know you got the nice hair super well spoken but how many degrees one two 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 degrees political science in history in history from santa barbara University. yeah ucsb go gauchos See, you're a rare guy. You're super educated. You're into beer. You got the the sweet shirt. You got the huge calves, and then the sweet shoes. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not another guy like you. No, there's plenty. You're there's a one plenty. of one. No, no, no. no Maybe no. Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle without the hair. Yeah, he doesn't have any hair. <laughs> he did. <laughs> long time ago. Long time ago. So you you saw him actually, didn't you? I've seen him. I. I yeah, I've been fortunate enough to see him a couple of times. And I don't mean see him, like, saw him, like, stand-up, but, like, you've run into him in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, we did run into him at, uh, over by, uh, that, the old Emporium Mall. I don't even know where that is. It's right next to the, the Nordstrom's. Okay, I know where Where, like, is. uh, all the hoity-toity stores are there now. Hmm. Rare guy. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to him. Though. I wish. Rare. Rare. Rare barrel. Ooh, the rare barrel. We, we should probably talk about that later. Yeah, I think we have something to go along with the story. So I think uh, we should probably talk about one more uh, San Francisco trip with Jeff. We don't want to spoil all the stories at once. I have a feeling we will have endless amounts of stories. Yeah. <laughs> one one story just leads into the to another. <laughs> you want you want to talk about this one? Are we talking about Spider-Man 3? Yes, we are. Oh, man. The Metreon, right? At the Met- Not just the Metreon. IMAX. Uh, IMAX Metreon. Metreon. Was, did we watch it in 3D? No, I don't... No. No, 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 no. Just uh, 2D. Okay. Why'd we go there? Because <laughs> we had to see it in IMAX. Okay. So we had, we had a huge group. Opening night. Spider-Man 3. It's going to be this big deal. The first two movies were huge blockbusters. You're going to talk about what we did before, right? Well, yeah. I mean, one thing leads into another, right? Okay. So I remember... Well, you know what? Maybe you should tell... <laughs> every, every We were so into shoes. Every time we went to San Francisco, we had to go to Nike Town. Union Square. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Union Square, Nike yeah. Town. You know, even if we didn't end up buying anything, we you know went to see what they had. And because back then, too, there weren't all these, like, Huffs and Stussies or Trues. Like, if you wanted something original you had to go to the mecca nike town i remember back then air force 25s came out yeah the all patent leather jason richardson was dunking on fools you know wearing air force 25s and they had they had the uh they had one for every nba team yeah and you, or you could uh nike idm make yeah. your own colors yep so i remember we went to nike town we're upstairs you know just looking at shoes like we always do and jeff was like not with us at that point like he was on his way or something no, no, no. I think we, we had to take a couple different cars because there was a lot of us that went to the movie. So Okay, that makes sense. So he, yeah. he, he was in another car. Yeah. And we're um, not drunk for once. And <laughs> Jeff comes up, and he thought it was a good idea to bring beers to Nike Town and you know, ultimately to the movies. Well, if anybody knew that they were in the car, they would have busted into the car. To steal the beers. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to leave that I mean, stuff that's, in that, there. That's gold. Especially if they're like, you know, you, you know about beers exploding. Yeah, we talked about that last time. So we're in Nike Town. Jeff comes up and he has like, I want to say it's like a plastic bag <laughs> or like a, a double plastic bag. Safeway safe shopping bag. It's full of beer bottles clanking around. And I don't know if he had like how many he had before he got there, but he was not keeping an eye on them very well. <laughs> He, he set them down on the floor <laughs> and like they came rolling out like in front of the, all the shoes and people are shopping. <laughs> There's yeah, beer bottles clanking. Just clanking, just rolling throughout <laughs> Nike town. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> I think uh, that kind of hurried us along. Yeah. The, not, yeah, we, we weren't embarrassed. So. Oh, just more to the story. Just, yeah. It's just part of the, part of the story. And then I remember uh, us, we were, at this time too the metreon now you buy an assigned seat when you go there but before it was just first come first serve and since we had been drinking a few beers we kind of lost track of time it was opening night it was sold out 
So we're like, oh shoot, we better hustle down to the to the movie theater. So uh, Union Square is right by the Metreon, so you can just walk there. So we had already parked our cars, and as we're walking, I remember, uh, you know, somebody cut us off. We're walking, and uh, I know exactly what it was. Yeah, <laughs> was it a, a Zion or? It was a silver Volkswagen Jetta. Oh, okay, all right. No, no, it was a Volkswagen no. Golf. Golf. Oh, oh man. So. Um, you know, Jeff wanted to just let it be known, hey, you almost hit me. So I remember he uh, stepped on the the back. Um, the bumper. Bumper. And uh, the car, since it was such a small car, really went down and bounced back up. <laughs> since Jeff probably weighed as much as the car did. so He's a big guy. Um, then you would. <laughs> I think it was it was his friend in another, the, the guy, the owner of the Golf, was he in another car? No, it was uh, the guy in the passenger seat popped out yeah and we were like i don't know we were well what happened was he didn't cut us off he was he went through a light which people do in san francisco like it's red or whatever i'm just gonna go through it anyway so he ended up being in the crosswalk as like you know it says that we were allowed to go the guy's like still in the crosswalk like trying to keep you know drive forward jeff steps on his bumper and just like at momos he made like a the smoothest getaway so he nobody knew he was and then, who who did the guy come up to? He came up to me. He came up to me. He's like, hey, did you just step on my car? Yeah. Like, no. I, he definitely wanted to fight, and I just let him know I didn't think it was wise of him to start anything, considering there was like six guys with us. I thought it was like, he's like, did you step on my car? And like, no. And he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> no. he was, it was more than that. It was more than that. Maybe I was drinking. It was more than that. So, but, you know, we calmed things down. Nothing, nothing bad happened. We had a movie to get to. Yeah, we did. And then, uh, so we walked down, and unfortunately, when we got to the theater, it was almost time to start, and if you've been to the Metreon and the IMAX theater, you know how ginormous that screen is. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Huge. Um, and unfortunately for us, the only available seats that we could sit next to each other was in the fr- first two rows, I think. Yeah, I think that's why my neck hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like right now. <laughs> like right now, still. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man 3 was a long movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we got there, uh, the seats were terrible. Um, we had kink necks for (laughs) the next X amount of years. Uh, but that wasn't it. That wasn't it. That was just the beginning. Yeah. And there's, you know, this isn't the first P, you know, adventure we've had. No. So I, I remember, uh, the, the movie was pretty bad. Like the first two, this, uh, first two Spider-Mans were, I thought, really, good, really yeah. well done. This, this is actually really funny because Connor and I were looking up Spider-Man on like Netflix, and he kept saying how terrible the third one was. Yeah, I'm like, dude, how does this guy know? Everybody, it's it's common knowledge. Everyone knows, but but we didn't know. It was opening night. We thought it was going to be this great movie. You know what it was? It was the whole evil part of Peter Parker. They just yeah, it didn't they, portray well on the screen. There's too many villains, and then they had to introduce Venom, and they did it poorly stunk anyway so we had to do something that was going to make the movie yeah something that enjoyable this place up so you know our friend jeff once again you know took the reins and said hey this movie sucks so i'm gonna start yelling (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah he started yelling at the movie as i recall what what was he yelling do you remember um i think he was yelling like uh if you if you've seen the the Sam Raimi uh, Spider Man movies, you know that Peter Parker's in love with Mary Jane, <laughs> and then in the third one, Gwen Stacy kind of comes in and uh, like tries is interested in Peter, and as you said, Peter is evil. So, anyways, <laughs> so um, he goes out with Gwen, even though he's with, or I think he breaks up with Mary Jane and then goes out with Gwen, and uh-huh. and uh, Jeff didn't like that. He really wanted Peter and Mary Jane to be together. And he wasn't sure if that was going to happen or not. So he wanted to let his feelings known, be known. And he started yelling names at uh, at Gwen Stacy. Yes. Yes. Now I remember. Yeah. I think it started off with maybe Homewrecker. And, but then it... They, they weren't such nice names after. No. I mean, I can still say it because I don't think it's swearing. But, you know, slut. And, yeah. Yeah. And he was he was right. He was right. He was right to yell. He was hurt. Yeah. I don't care how many kids were there. 
No, I'm sure there was. I mean, it was a seven o'clock movie, so he didn't care either. No, he. The kids needed to know. Yeah, I think uh, it upset him enough to where he had to really go to the bathroom. You know what? I think you're right. He worked himself into such a tizzy, he had to go to the bathroom. I don't think it was all those beers. I think it was his just raw emotion coming out. Yeah, and you don't want to go like all the way to the bathroom. The Metron's a big place. It's a big place. And how do you, you know, you can't go back into the lobby once you've entered the movie theater. You're going to ruin the experience for everybody in the theater. So he was yeah. really looking out for them. Yeah, by going to the emergency exit and urinating. <laughs> Like on the door or whatever. Well, I think it was it was in the corner of a stairwell, I think. Yeah, it was like the emergency exit, but it was like yeah. also like secluded. Kind of yeah. like a bathroom. Yeah, pretty much like a bathroom. Anyone could have made that, you know, confusion. And like, really, it was, pro- it was probably less people there than in the men's bathroom at the Metreon. Yeah, and I didn't end up or, smelling it. Or even more embarrassing, you know, if you'd gone to the women's restroom. I mean, God forbid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he probably wasn't, you know, about his wits at that time. No, so he, you know... He was really looking out for everybody. He did everyone a favor. The whole movie theater, really. Yeah. They owe, they owe him a debt of gratitude. They should probably buy him all a ticket to another movie. Yeah. Hopefully this reaches those people. And they remember this if they were at Spider-Man 3 opening <laughs> night in San Francisco at the Metreon. In 2009-ish. Funny story, though, is that we went back. I went back to the Metreon another time to the IMAX theater. I think it was... We were seeing Mission Impossible 4, I think, because it had a... 14 a, or 4? No, just 4. It had oh, a okay. had a long uh, Dark Knight Returns uh, like movie thing in like the trailer. front of it. It wasn't a trailer, but it showed like the first 15 minutes, oh. and I really wanted to see it. That's like more than a trailer. Yeah, I was like, hey, I want, I want to see this. So, And then as we were leaving, because you have to go down the same stair path, that, you know, I looked over, and no joke, there was a cup of urine in the corner do you like to think it's Jeff's urine it might might be might you know it's probably still there so if any of our listeners you know have been to the Metreon in the IMAX theater when they leave if you could let me know let Audie know do you see this cup is it still there do you want them to grab it um they can grab it if they want to but I probably wouldn't touch it yeah well, if they bring it to me, I'm not going to accept it. No, I don't want it. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> Yelling at the screen and then beat on the stairwell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brings us to, uh, it's time for beer number two. And then, you know, eventually beer number three for the three-peat. But uh, to explain what we were drinking here. Okay. So um, tonight I brought over uh, the Rare Barrel from uh, Berkeley, California. It is all sour beers, so um, I know some people really like sours, and some people really hate sours. Um, yeah, she's sitting over in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the sour beer can be uh, very, very tart, very acidic, but uh, for IPA lovers, it all if you drink a bunch of IPAs. In the middle, if you drink a sour, it reinvigorates your taste buds in your tongue. So you taste, you can use it just so that you can taste the other flavors of the, the IPAs. It's like coffee beans when you're, uh, when you're checking out colognes. Sure. Yeah. You smell some coffee beans and it resets like your palate. Then you, you smell a new cologne. I never heard that. See, I just learned something new. No, they like, they do it at Macy's or from what I remember when I was like 15 years old. No. <laughs> No, rare, rare Barrel, uh, great spot. It was uh, good times had. Great spot and great stories too. Yeah. Where where is it? Uh, it's on Parker Street in in Berkeley. Okay. So local. right right off of right off of Telegraph. That's local. Yeah, and it, it's it's probably like five minutes away from um, field work, oh, as well. Another good spot. So. Um. So yeah. So we're drinking uh, super massive from 2017 uh, if you only drink IPAs you're probably wondering why we're drinking a beer from 2017 but uh, sours do age and they age well uh, different flavors come out uh, over the years uh, super massive was a dark sour aged in oak barrels with blackberries and black currants um, at the time I know it had won them an award in pace magazine I think 
Paste Magazine. Paste Magazine. Paste, was, Paste Magazine. Yes, it was one of the top 25 beers uh, that they had during that year. So The Paste Magazine. Yeah, not a paste, but the paste. So um, I know they, they were quick to brew it again. So this is actually the second time that they brewed it. Um, and it, I don't know why they haven't brewed it since, but uh, it's still good. It held up, held up pretty well, I think. It's probably like a mic drop. I won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not making this again. I'm not making this again. Um, but I, I still take, taste the, the blackberries and the black currants are still prevalent. I think... Uh, for me, at least during this time, some of their beers were highly acidic. Um, so I think, believe it or not, the acidity has uh, has dropped a little bit since. So it could have been more acidic than it is now? Yes. Because it's pretty acidic. Yes. So um, I like it. Um, they had a period where I think some of their beers were so acidic that it felt like it was going to take the, the front layers off your teeth. Still good, but. Oh, um, you don't need teeth to drink beer. No, you can just, yeah. They kind of yeah. just get in the way. They just kind of get in the way. <laughs> no, it, it, I, I taste the current. I don't taste the blackberry. And uh, I do taste, you know, the acidity. And it is very sour and very, actually, quite refreshing. Quite refreshing. Yeah. And it'll clear our palate for our next, uh, yeah, our gotta, next beer, I'm sure. So. You got to finish the three-peat. Yeah, at least. Yeah. We went to... What was the the occasion? I, I know I have a glass from Rare Barrel because we went there and they gave you, they gave you a glass when you you know to try their stuff. Um, I've been a big fan of theirs since the beginning, so I joined their their beer club. It's called the Ambassador of Sours. So um, yeah, we they had an ambassador party that uh, that you and I went to. Um, you had to be an ambassador, and you could only bring one person with you. Very exclusive. Very exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we went down there, um, and they bring out you know some of their older beers, um, some of their newer beers, and they have guest beers. So I knew that that's how you got me. That's how I got you because I knew like <laughs> these yeah. guest beers are really going to sell them. Yeah, well, I mean they have friends from you know usually sell Maker, Green Cheek, um, other Bay Area beers. They they have some good friends. So and they were there, and they were there in full yeah. force. So <laughs> what was this a couple of years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, it was too long. I mean, obviously they're not doing it this year, but yeah, it was yeah, a couple of years ago. <laughs> I said, "Don't worry, just just come along. You can try one of their sours if you want, and then you know, or you can just load up on Cellmaker. They, they had like a like a slushy something. Yeah, you you got it. I did. It wasn't great. Yeah, I, I was kind of hoping it was like a a brewsicle from the brewery. Uh, Turo. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. It was actually like a, you know, they had a, like a slushy machine, like a shaved ice almost from, from Hawaii. Well, we could just, we can focus on the good parts, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was decent. It just wasn't great. There was a, there was a lot going on that night. <laughs> Too much going on that night, really. The, the freaking taco truck was delicious, but it did take, it took forever. Like, so they, they brought all, they let, they let all the ambassadors come and bring a guest. So there, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, it was just one taco truck in front, and it was it was popping. That was like everyone was there. Everyone that was in there was getting that taco truck for right. food. Right, you had to eat something because there was there's probably like forty beers on tap. How many how many people were there? Uh, probably a couple hundred. And so everyone's getting getting taco truck, which at least once. Yeah, 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 at least once. And so we're in line. We waited quite a quite a bit in line. Met some people. Yeah, we get to the the front and we finally you know place our order and then it was like another like half hour wait from there. Yeah, we we got like number ninety five and they were like on fifty four or something. Yeah, <laughs> there was there was this one guy he was he wasn't that happy about the wait. No, I think he just thought he didn't have to wait in line. Can, do you remember it all? Uh, I really want to remember this, but I don't remember the whole thing. I was hoping you were going to tell this part of the story, but um, let's. <laughs> I think he ordered after us, but he was, he was upset that, I mean, we, we were being patient, you know, we had a beer in our hand, we were, we were fine, you know, we we're just talking to people and he was, got really upset that, that his tacos were taking so long to come out. He, he ended up wanting a refund. <laughs> 
Like he was getting, there was no other food. Like, There's no other food. Like what are you gonna do? You might as well just go around and drink and then wait for your food. Like right. come back and check it and see if it's ready. Right, right. I mean, there's there's the beer wasn't that long to wait for because there were so many taps. That he ended up like still getting his food, I think. But after us, after us, and like we were like getting our food and. No, like, I think I think he told me he didn't want it though. But he he wanted a refund. Yeah. Anyway, we we found some way to like try to like rub it into him, right? Because yeah. he was being such an asshole. <laughs> like these were like the best tacos we've ever had, and yeah, like trying to like make sure he heard us. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't that wouldn't be the last time we did that that night. No, no, I you know the the best part the the guys at the Rare Barrel are pretty pretty generous, and so anytime they do an ambassador party, they always give everybody at least uh, one raffle ticket, and they give away stuff at the end of the night. Um, <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> For better or for worse, I guess. Yeah, I remember us. We were we were walking through like where they they have like the seating area. They have water you can get, or you can you know just mingle around a uh, tabletop and and talk. And there was this couple, and the <laughs> the guy I think is standing talking to like some friends or you know talking beer with some other dudes. And the girl is sitting in like a leather chair. Like she looks like she's she's miserable. She's <laughs> she's not she, having a good she's, time. She's definitely a wet blanket. Yeah. Yeah. She just did not want to be there. Um, I don't know why he brought her. <laughs> she might have been the DD. That's true. Okay. Good point. She was probably the DD. But these were probably like 4%, 5% sours, right? Yeah. I mean, the sours, you know. You're not getting drunk off these. No. No, no, no. So, yeah, I remember they, uh, I, I mean, I was pretty disappointed that we didn't win anything. But the consolation prize. Yeah. Well, our winnings were, were redeeming right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the guy that's with the miserable girl ends up winning the raffle. Wins a huge three liter bottle of rare barrel sour. Three liters is a lot of beer. Yeah, it is. I think one liter is a lot of beer. Yes. <laughs> so he wins, he wins the, the three liter bottle. And like later in the night, like we're, we're, going to the bathroom we're trying to get to the bathroom and she's standing outside of the bathroom holding the three liter bottle (laughs) looking so disgusted she's so miserable (laughs) she's holding and and then what do you do you go up to her and well i I think too we were kind of around them when he won and and uh he was excited when they called his number but she was like oh great yeah great more beer yeah more beer just what you need (laughs) (laughs) so i I think we kind of caught on to to the fact that she wasn't exactly thrilled. We know exactly what to do in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> Make it much worse. <laughs> so either you're going in the bathroom first or I'm going in the bathroom first, but we see her. She's like standing by the door. And then you walk up to her and I think you congratulated her, yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, wow, congratulations on the, you know, winning that bottle, knowing that she didn't give a shit about it. Not only did she not care about it, she hated that bottle. <laughs> She's like, get this shit out of yeah. my face. And I think I walked up right after you. Oh, man, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> she was hating it. Oh, I've never seen anybody hate three liters of delicious uh, beverages like that before. From the Rare Barrel. Rare From, be- yeah. All right. Well, we finished uh, the Rare Barrel story. And now we're going to get into our third beer of the night. It's a... Uh, Extra gold bird from Green Cheek in Anaheim. Or orange, they say. Orange? Yeah. What's the difference? There's not a difference. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a double dry hopped uh, hazy double IPA. What else is that one here? Well, it says drink while smiling, so I guess I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, when we weren't recording, we were talking about uh, Bay Area sports. What's your take? I've got a plea right now, please. Who whoever has um, placed a voodoo curse curse on all Bay Area teams, please, please, please take it off. <laughs> I'm you begging think, you. Do you think this is just the, you know, what goes up must come down? No, someone <laughs> no, <laughs> someone feels wronged by Bay Area sports and they've uh, hired a master uh, in the art of the dark magic of voodoo. It's Voldemort. It might be, it might be, but, uh, you know, you think about it, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry. It, it seems like so long ago, but you know, that's the last, yeah, 
the last real sports was, we had was yeah. Kevin Durant hobbling around in the in the finals. And then you go to Buster Posey not playing this year with the Giants. And then the Niners this year so far, you know, dreadful. Today just added to it, Garoppolo, Nick Bosa, Solomon Torres, is Mosert. Gar- is Garoppolo out for the season also? Uh, they haven't said it, just an- ankle injury. Oh, man. I mean, it's on top of everything else. How many more Bay Area, you know, the A's are coming next. So, Justin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> they they spanked us two two games in a row, and then what, we come back and win 14-2? Yeah. And still probably don't score as much as they did. No, no. <laughs> but we're, we're, what, around 500 hovering. We Well, in your script, you, I can't talk. No, I've had, yeah. I'd like to say it's the beer, but it's not. I just can't pronounce his last name. He's injured too. Just keeps going. Someone, please take the curse off. Whatever we got to do. It's gonna be like the the Cubs or the the Red Sox. The Babe Ruth? I hope not. That was a long time. Mysteriously, we were we were spoiled for since 2010. We had the 2010, 12, 14 World Series, and then the Warriors. What years were they? I don't know. I don't know, but they're in the, the finals for five straight years. I mean, and the Niners make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. It was an embarrassment of riches for a while. Yeah, it's a pretty good run. Where was Oakland? Were you at Oakland? Well, or Las Vegas? The, the Warriors, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah. But well, it, I don't know. The A's and the and the, the Raiders kind of like seem like sister franchises. Do you think maybe that ever since the Warriors decided they were going to come to San Francisco that something happened? I think they were just tired of being embarrassed. Yeah, that could be too. Like, come on, A's. Yeah. Quit falling apart. Get it together. <laughs> the, the place next door was like, was it crumbling or something? No, it was crumbling. The sewage was running onto the field. From Jamarcus Russell, all the scissor. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good point. Maybe. Honestly, you know, I'm, I'm not a Raider hater. Nah, you know what? It, if they can do good, let them do good. It used to be like oh, Raiders versus Niners, and now like you know, as I grow up, it's yeah. it's all Barry needs to do good. Right, absolutely. We need those sales. Yeah, <laughs> we need those. Sales. We need the yeah. We need the sales. I don't know if we get the sales from the A's and the Raiders, whether they do good or bad. It's we always, do. It's usually San Francisco teams. <laughs> That's where all the money's at. Yeah, all, all the, the tech. Money. <laughs> no tech in Oakland. None. None. Tech nines. Low tech. <laughs> tech nine. <laughs> Man, we're hating. Oh, you you know what, though? We we do have a couple of good stories about Oakland. Shit, refresh my memory. Uh, what are the good stories? I don't know if we can get into those tonight. <laughs> that, that might be part three. What else, what else are we saving for part three? Lord only knows. <laughs> you, you said it earlier. There was something that we couldn't get into. Who we weren't gonna get into. Uh, I know there's more San Francisco stories, tons. Um, we definitely have some Berkeley and Oakland stories that we could uh, touch upon. Mm, I remember uh, one story that when we were uh, we were driving to Berkeley, or we no we were driving to to the Warriors game from Berkeley. From Berkeley, we always you always had yeah. You always had to stop in Berkeley before you went to a um, an Oakland event for some beers. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I and I, you wouldn't have had the calamari, I don't think, but I probably did. What are we talking about? Pyramid, pyramid, pyramid brewery, pyramid oh, brewery. Oh man, snowcap, snowcap. I get a snowcap all the time. <laughs> she doesn't know. That's all right. We yeah, it was a tradition. Yeah, yeah. We we stopped by. Uh, and then this was before you know no field work over there, no rare barrel. Nope. And pyramid was in every pyramid was everywhere. Everywhere, every store. Huge, huge dark beers, heavy heavy hitters. The Hefenweizen, I believe, was their uh, was their signature beer. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Then. <laughs> the food was good too. The food was great. The food yeah, was great. Got us primed up. Primed up for the get get a few beers in at a reasonable price before you head to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Yep. We stopped there. We we stopped there with a big crew one time. We used to it used to be pretty easy getting Warrior tickets. <laughs> yeah, the 
was way back when. Yeah. That was before we believe. And that was when we were wasting a bunch of first round draft picks. Yeah. Todd Fuller, where you at? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need a, we don't need Antonio McDyess. No. Give me Joe Smith. Give me Joe Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Who else did we wait? Uh, Bimbo Coles or Vontigo Cummings? No, those were free agents. Those were Vontigo Cummings was a draft pick. He was a draft pick, but Bimbo, I know, came from Miami. (laughs) (laughs) What a name. BJ Armstrong. Yeah. At the end of his career, yeah, Mark Price, yeah. Who else? Who? Oh, we can go on forever. Who? Who else was there? Oh well, I mean Spreewell. I mean he was but, great, but, but Spreewell was homegrown. Yeah, out of uh, Louisiana. Big Vic Alexander, Chris Gatling. Oh man, those were both draft picks too, though. Andrew DeClerc. <laughs> yeah, Tom Gugliotta. Uh Felton Spencer. Mm. <laughs> These are not like headliners. No, no. Yeah, like even the good players that we had were like Daniel just, Marshall. Yeah, hey, he still has he still has a what thirteen threes in a game. Yeah, with, that was with the Warriors. Warriors, yeah, yeah. Is that that's is that tied for Steph's record? But Clay broke both of those. Yes, I believe so. Uh-huh. Yeah, Clay stands alone. He's he's a cut above the rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was thinking. I was pondering a. A domestic disturbance at his house, which I'm privy to from a friend. Oh. <laughs> Who may or may not uh, appear on this podcast at some point. Yeah, do you think he's going to have to have like a, like an auto-tune voice? Or? <laughs> yes, we better get that uh, the um, T-Pain microphone <laughs> for when T-Pain. he comes on. Oh, T-Pain. Hey, he doesn't need that microphone, by the way. <laughs> have you ever watched The Masked Singer? No. He won a season of it. Like with his real voice. With his real voice. Yeah, and he's he's got a voice. Well, if someone's got that on, uh, you know, on demand or something, let me know. I'll I'll check it out. I'll send it to you. I'll send you a link or something. Okay, yeah. If it's on YouTube, actually, I'll I'll have Chris send you a link. I don't know. How to do yeah. <laughs> I don't barely know how to post the link on my Instagram. Well, yeah, uh, no, but uh, imagine having such a good voice that you can just ruin it with auto tune and still make more, like, stick make millions of dollars. I think a lot of rap artists are doing that today, but like rap artists, man, like they're not they're not harmonizing. But T Pain, he he's yeah an actual singer, good singer, and then he throws auto tune on his voice that like you know you know God gave him that voice, but he's decided to click this button that makes it into a robot. Yeah, he could he could have been like the next Nate Dog. Yeah, Nate, did Nate Dog do anything like that, or is that his real voice? No, it's his real voice. Said everyone wanted to work with Nate Dog. Yeah, everybody. And yeah, T Pain was like the the second coming. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta gotta get this three peat going. What are we tasting here? Uh, green cheek. <laughs> this is this can just like the rest, black and gold. Black and gold. <laughs> yeah, from last time. Um. Very uh fruity. Very soft. Very fruity to me. Easy to drink, crushable. Typical green cheek. If you get to Orange County, I highly recommend. Bunch of wizards. <laughs> wizards with the uh, hops. Be careful. Um, modern times may uh, see you for uh, infringement on their wizards. Oh man, it wouldn't be the first time. No. <laughs> the blue wizard? Yeah, the, oh, the blue oh. wizard, Dave Morrison. Dave Morrison, where <laughs> you at? Oh, someone look him up on Facebook, please. <laughs> what, were, what were we talking about? Um, black and gold, green cheek, double dry hop, double hazy. Oh, I thought I was going to lead you into what I was thinking of, but it's not. What were we just talking about? Dave Morrison and the blue wizard? Dave Morrison. Yeah. Anyway, what what was that story? I I don't. I think that was with one of our other friends. It was, it was, it was him, and it was uh, his interaction with the customer. A customer came up to him. He's like, hey, like, hey, friend. Like, are you are you religious? And Dave's like, I'm not religious, but you know, I'm spiritual. And this guy's like, oh, you know, I'm spiritual as well. And you know what? I'm also a wizard. <laughs> I believe in Merlin. <laughs> who the hell who is this person well maybe you just seen the sword in the stone I don't know 
don't know. Maybe Dave just brings that out in people. Or maybe Dave just brings it out in people. Yeah. He was pretty wizard-like. Yes. This is way before Harry Potter. Yeah. But way after Merlin. But way after Merlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who was Merlin? He was a wizard. Huh. I believe he uh, helped the sword in the stone. I don't know anything about that. I'm That's, sure there's more stories to be told, Disney, too. Though. Is that Disney? No, it's a story before Disney. Okay. Disney adapted it, but... Disney probably bought it. Well, they just adapted it. I don't think they had to buy it. Disney buys everything. They own a lot. Who do they own? Marvel? What else? ESPN? Or is that just like... Star Wars? Yeah, they own ESPN. Star Wars. Oh, and last time, remember, I said the Star Trek instead of Star Wars. I, I know the difference between them. Yeah. I mean, we made that clear. Yeah, I choose not to watch either yeah you just, <laughs> if it has a star in it i'm not watching it. you're not watching it yeah I'm you're missing all, out i'm all about conspiracies and things like that serial killers i don't know why i'm into that does that make me weird uh where's this podcast going i don't know it's going to the depths deep into the depths the dark should, depths should probably end it uh well we did ask the uh whoever cast the voodoo curse on the various sports to please release it. Should we give one last plea? Please. Please. Whoever you are, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's close it out. Let's kill this podcast and let's kill these beers. Let's kill it. Good night. Good night. It's freaking 11 o'clock. Bye.